Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Guess what? We're going to fly through these uh, through these sponsors real quick because we got a special guest today. So we want to give a quick... <laughs> you said special. Oh, well. I mean, you know, yeah, we'll see. It's funny. You got a special guest every day, which... Right. right. Seriously, special, special. Uh, actually, before we start off, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Hit the like button. Share it with your friends, whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you're listening or watching to us on YouTube. If you like it, go ahead and share it with your friends. Shout out to all our friends on Reddit who uh, signed up and are checking out the podcast. Appreciate the love. Uh, why don't we go ahead and say what's up to our friends over at Chocaloha. Say hi, Sean. Yo, what's up, Leo? Go check out Chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio and get 20% off your entire order. Go snag up some uh, patches. Some spats, some awesome rash guards, ranked rash guards for you people that are going to be competing in some no-gi tournaments coming up. Jiu-Jitsu Radio is the promo code at Chocaloha.com, and you'll get 20% off. Then stop by JujitsuSoapCode.com. Use the promo code JJRadio, and you'll get 10% off your full order. You can snag up some uh, tiger spray. You can snag up some CBD uh, cream for the heel hookers out there. Uh, a bunch of soaps. I didn't give you the soap yet. I still got to give you. Why would I give you soap? You don't even I use don't it. Use you soap. dirty motherfuckers. Don't end up like Sean. Go to jujitsusoapco.com. Get you some soap. Use the promo code JJRadio and you'll get 10% off. You're welcome. And then stop by giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJRadio. See, we keep it simple. You'll get 20% off your entire order. 20? 20. dose. 20. Uh, yeah, you can pick up a uh, Superman punch. Hat, you can get a, a nice, what do I got on right now? Yeah, I got the Superman Punch t-shirt on right now. Some pretty solid gear. And you get 20% off with the promo code JJ Radio. So shout out to GiraffeChoke.com. And then last but not least, why don't you come down, hang out with Sean and I. Maybe we'll get you on the podcast. And maybe. Maybe. If you're cool enough. And then we'll take you over to Nomad Surf Shop, and you'll get 10% off just because you're with us. Tell them what we sent you if you stop down at Nomad Surf Shop in Boynton Beach. Been around since 1968, uh, almost as old as Sean. And uh, you get 10% off. Me, if you're going to be honest. Oh, uh, well, let's not lie to the fans, all right? Actually, just, older than Tom. That's even yeah, worse. One year older than Yeah, him. so, I mean, you know, they've been around a while. Go ahead and check out nomadsurf1968.com if you just want to go ahead and buy it and you don't want to come visit us. But if you go to the shop, you'll get 10% off. You're welcome. With that being said, don't forget to follow Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. Follow Sean at GorillaBoyBJJ, or you can check out my Instagram, at Sonder Marketing. And if you want to pick up some of the shirts and stuff that we have for sale, go ahead, snag one up. Thanks a lot for the support. Now, uh, let's get the party started. You can't <laughs> Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Get stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! The broccoli burps? No, they're, they're that at brulee. They have these uh, grilled broccoli and hummus. 
Oh, like this yeah, yeah. drizzle. It's so good, but now the drizzle, I'm drizzle. I'm burping up the uh, drizzle. Ah, uh, so you used to not fucking sitting across from the fucking animal. It's got that mayonnaise. It's 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 their homemade mayonnaise. That aioli, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that good. stuff will sit in that your stuff is solid. Oh man. So if you hear that we got a third party in the house, that's because uh, we finally got a friend Tom to come down and see us. He got up off of his lazy ass and said, hey, I'm going to go hang out with the cool kids. Yeah, I got nothing going on. Seriously, I mean, what do you do? You don't do nothing. Every time every time you ever text him, like, what are you doing? I'm just sitting on the couch. Right? I don't text him during the day because I know he's working. Yeah. So if we text, it's like after 9. It's like, what, hey, yo. Yeah, he, yo, he knows my schedule because by then, you know, the wife's in bed, the kids are in bed, and I'm just chilling on the couch. You got your still your, your little spot on the couch though. You got, right, got, got, got his feet. You got his feet in the in the in That's the my spot. machine. It's fucking so bad. Oh, you got the machine for your feet now? Hell yeah, I got the fucking machine. Guy. Look at this. I'm surprised you didn't get one of those massage chairs like Andrew. Nah. Those things are dangerous. This, this yeah. is actually the OGs of what Jiu-Jitsu Radio is yeah, supposed to be. This is actually the first. Speaking of which, when we started off right then, so let's Funny. crack these. I was open. actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, this has got. Cause I've been up in. Raleigh coming up on three, three. years. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to, to Tom. Yeah, you moved up there three years ago now. Three years, June. He was like legit, got got his blue belt and left. That <laughs> <laughs> was literally what happened. He hey, got I, got, I got two stripes no, after he, that. No, I got no, two, stripes got two stripes after that. He got two stripes after that. Oh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. I mean, it might know. have been a going away present. Yeah, it might, might have been like one of those. <laughs> the second one might have been a going away. It might have been like, if I give nice you this, see ya. If I give you this uh, stripe, will you stay a little bit longer? <laughs> I'm trying to pull those fucking jujitsu politics on us. I yeah. see what you're doing, fucking guy. It's about the family, man. Oh man, so how's uh, how's North Carolina? Love it, dude. Uh, Should have done it a long time ago. You think so? Yeah. You probably should have done it six years ago. Before, or actually That's, six years before dude, he moved. Your life changed nothing for the better when you met me and went down. <laughs> you said that exactly that. right. Nothing, yeah, nothing for the better. Nothing but the better. <laughs> oh, oh, and, went, and it went <laughs> down the shithole as soon as I left, and you know it. No. Yeah, I mean, we had like, we got, what, fucking fights every weekend. We got to train. All, like, skateboard all the time. And this guy left. It's like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now we got nothing. Hot got tub. Nothing. Hot tub. Duh. Yeah. Lukewarm tub. Let's be honest. He hated, Tom used to hate to put on the heater. Yeah, you never put, well. No, you I know mean, why? Because it took forever, dude. Yeah. And and so it was a pain in the ass to, like, switch everything over. And then if you, you know what happened if I didn't switch it back? The whole pool drains. Really? What? Yeah. Why? Why? It's a setup that they did because I wanted it to be able to heat the pool or heat the hot tub or heat them both. And so somehow when they, when they did it, they had a somehow pipe right. it in a way that if you messed up and you didn't shut one valve right. it drains everything fucking uh, tough times all around huh first yeah. world that problems was, that was fucking tough was, life over here I was, I was here. so close to getting the manual <laughs> one that you worked with your app but then I decided to sell the house I'm like I'm not spending five grand that on was that. salt water right yeah, yeah hell yeah that pool was dope man fucking uh, there's only been one dro- dro- well there's, <laughs> there was a, the biggest drawback from for Tom Moving to North Carolina is the fact that we're not there anymore. No, it's that's not even it. It's it's the lack of being able to train. Well, I that's mean, a whole different thing. That's kind of like what like kind of kicked up the idea of the podcast. Besides him just uh, being here, there's a whole fucking reason why he can't train. 
Are we are we allowed to talk about it? Yeah, no, no, no. But oh no, I was but just, really, it, really, what it started comes down to the kids? Yeah, what came yeah. down to is I made a just an effort, knowing that the move, like I wanted the transition to be as smooth as possible, as easy as possible on them, and I wanted to make sure that I was there, you know, when they got home from school, and you know, it was about them getting acclimated to the area and getting into sports, and I just decided I would take a break, and and uh, you know, because unfortunately they don't train anymore. <laughs> you, got that, you got that blue belt blues? No, no they the don't. Kids, you the know, kids. it oh, would be easier true, yeah. if. Uh, you but know, you didn't have like any school nearby enough to do nah, it. No, there is. There's a really good school nearby, and they they have some programs that are legit. And I met met the black belt. He's a, you know, I mean, you know, obviously did my research and right. But uh, yeah, the kids just lost interest for now, and I don't want to force it on them. So. I told Here, him, I told him earlier. To I told him earlier it's, it might be time to force it. It's like when the kids young, like no, they don't you understand. can't. No, you, can't. you, you no, you can't at a certain age. You can force it. Look, you're going, and this is what's going to happen. And either in what when they're done and out of the house, or when they when their schedule fills up, like they got a pretty tight schedule now anyway. Yeah. So I, well, I'd be, yeah. I would agree with you if like they weren't doing shit but playing video games all day. But those kids are probably just as busy as I am, if not more. Yeah. Jackson definitely. Zach, Zach, Zach's a maybe. Zach's, Zach's definitely. Uh, he's on that cusp where he may have to go. <laughs> he doesn't realize it yet. It probably but, but until he hears here's this. The thing, and I'm, I'm all for. Like we've talked, uh, I've talked about this with other people before. I'm fine with kids not forcing kids to do sports because, and what I mean by that is like, why force a kid to play baseball or football or soccer, or tennis or golf if they don't like it. Because that's a waste of money. Because yeah, because they're not going to get anything out of it. They're going to have to force a kid into martial arts. They're going to get stuff out of that that they are going to walk away from. They're, they're going to walk away with for the rest of their lives. They're going to have. They're going to. They're going to get some skills. They're going to get some confidence. They're going to get some of these these intangibles that you're you you can't really get from other sports. And when you, and even though it's a forcing, but it's it's forcing. You got these kids need to know how to defend them. Well, they don't realize that they're building up like skills. Skills. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah, it. I mean, so, you look at Jackson and the sports that he's playing is directly related to jujitsu and Muay Thai and right. all the grappling he did, the judo stuff. All that stuff plays into him and how he's just a beast. Well, on the t- field. tell him the story about the big kid. This, this oh, the other day. The other day. Yeah. I mean, there's always a big. You know, Jackson's not the biggest kid on the field, but there's always one kid who's like. You know, three heads above everybody else, and for some reason they think that they're going to run Jackson over, and it just doesn't happen. You know, they're the ones that are usually end up on the ground, and you know he's the one that takes the ball and keeps going. He's just he's you eighty-four know what pounds be, of muscle. You know what he'd be good at, like when he gets old enough to do it, is rugby. That yeah, he, kid would be a fucking monster. When, when we introduced him to lacrosse, he's like, "Wait a minute, I get to put pads on and like hit people with a stick." And yeah. I'm like, "Dude, it's not a sword. <laughs> like, you can't beat him over the head with it." But yeah. And did it, you did you hear about the the scoring with the lacrosse that Jackson did? No. Okay. Did you tell me? I think you so. Did. First of all, he never lost a face off. Never played lacrosse. Ever. Never played right. lacrosse before. Picks up a stick. Just athletic. He's he's ten. Right. You know, he gets out there and he's just. Just running, he's so fast. He just runs through people around him, and they right. can't. You know, once once he learns how to actually play, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Like but, most of the games, Jackson outscored the other team. Yeah. Oh, like everybody. They, like every no no yeah. like like if the score was seven to two, he had five. Oh right. He had yeah. five goals. That's good. 
like he just like he picked up on lacrosse like a like yeah just a natty and that was after like the coach like would put him on defense because they're like all right dude you can't keep scoring sure, really <laughs> yeah it's what like, a dick move it's like seven like, eight to do it's like oh i'm sorry ronaldo yeah. like sorry pele you're gonna have to go to the back well you know what though i we, we i'm all for coaches doing shit like that to their star players for what because it teaches them that it's not about them; it's about there's a whole team aspect to the sport. You ha- and you ha- and to be a yeah, and a team player, depends on you to score fucking goals. Well, if, they're, uh, if you're up eight to two, why not put the guy in? A- Is there a mercy rule? Yeah, bro, that's why. That's why, because he didn't want to end up mercy ruling every fucking yeah, team, they, and then the rest of the guys can't play. Yeah, the only league there's not a that he plays in that there's no mercy rule is his club soccer. But he's the only kid. There's 14 kids on the team. He plays center back. He's the only kid that plays the whole game. So he's he's sweeper, stopper, or sweeper. Stopper. Yeah, that's why that kid is a, like made to be a stopper or sweeper. Yeah. Like the only reason why they probably wouldn't put him in sweeper is because he would have to be a little bit, excuse me, taller. Yeah. But he's like perfect for a stopper position. Well, Actually, we asked this coach. We said, why 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 don't you ever like play him in any other position? He said, because I want center back sees the whole field. Yeah. So as young as he is, if he and he watches, like he's like I look at Jackson, he watches the game. He sees everything and then yeah. he learns what to do and what not to do in those other positions, hopefully. Yeah. He'd actually what's gonna end up happening with him, like cause his ball control got better. So he's so then they gotta better. switch out to the wing. So depending on the formations that they do with soccer, like if you're a stopper and like there's the stopper and the sweeper and then the like the goalie, right? So really what you can do is as a stopper, you can switch out to the wing, and then you cut up all the way to the side. But for some reason, he loves playing goalie. Yeah, because he likes to see his people's heartbreak when they're going for well, the shot. Uh, he's too small. They they have yeah. big goals now. Like anybody that that has any skills will just pop it over. Yeah. Pop it over his head. Yeah. That's that's the tough he, part. That's like, what I'm saying. Like he, because when I played, I was um, attacking center, but then they switched me out to the wings because I would always cross. So then when you get, like, a stopper or, like, an attacking, like, mid, like, on the wing, the, the whole game you're running up and down. Like, you're made to run up and down and cross or go for the goals and stuff. That's probably where he's going to end up, especially yeah. if he sees the, he, the field he, that the, well. What I really would lo- like, I, he probably won't do it, but you never know. If he, if he goes to public school, I want him to wrestle so bad. Yeah. If he wrestles... Jack, like, if Jack learns wrestling, like, yeah. real wrestling, and then goes back to jiu-jitsu... No, it'd be a beast. He, he, he's the way he finds backs is unnatural. Like yeah. whenever he grapples, just turns playing. corners, finds well, backs. Yeah, and yeah. He's, just, he's an aggressive kid like that. Yeah, but finding a back, like the way he, like the the way he crawls around it to get to yeah. it, like you yeah. know, like it's just it's one of those things that he just understands. Yeah, I'm just gonna crawl around. Well, that's what's gonna happen. Is like the day that he learns to like to stay calm, to focus, to do that stuff is fucking over. Yeah. That kid is gonna be an animal. Well, the thing about I guess for the listeners is I every, every, his balance, his core strength, his agility, that all comes from starting, you know, jujitsu and judo at three years old. Yeah. You started and him he, off young. Yeah, and he did it for how many years? Uh four. Four, four or five years. Yeah. Dude, I used to one of my favorite things, like I, I to this day, if I close my eyes I can still see it. Him and his little gi. And like <laughs> they used to do these little uh obstacle courses and he would you would have to jump over the bags and then he would have to throw a kick yeah he had the most adorable little kick dude this kid but like he but even then even at three he was trying to 
he wasn't like just putting his leg out. There. No, he was trying, trying to, to kick hurt. a hole. In he it. was trying yeah. to kick a hole in the bag. No, that kid's definitely like wait till he's old enough to start giving you shit back. Then but you're then gonna have Z- a Zach's who I'm worried about with Muay Thai and stuff like that because he got his technique down and yeah, he got to a point where I mean even we have yeah, video of it. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Pop, 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 pop. Dude, his, some of his trainers wouldn't use, like, the pad, like, the, the, leg the, pad, the leg pads for the shin guards. Yeah. And uh, they stopped that real quick after a certain amount of time when Zachary would lay into him. Yeah, especially so. now he's getting, like, taller. He's, like, skinny. Like, yeah. that that leg is coming at you quick, man. Yep. That's no fucking joke. Um, did I get, Yeah, I gave you the CBD. That stuff's good. Um, so I wanted to get into it because... You and I used to train a lot. Like you, we were like the Tom was my main training partner every time uh, we trained at Jocko, and then he moved like an asshole. But when you moved to North Carolina, then you started kind of questioning your health, and you went to the doctor and you found out something. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was you know I was forty nine years old. I you know was com- was creeping up on me. It was sometime in July. It was right around my mom's birthday, um, and I was like. Man, I haven't really had a physical in, in forever. Is, it, is this when you found out you had the world's smallest penis? No, that's when I found out that you were the biggest dick I know. Okay. Just wondering. No. Exactly. Fucking guy. But uh, you know, I was just sitting there one day at work, and I was like, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I'm like, I'm going to get the oil changed. <laughs> that's uh, not I'm, the way to listen, go into a physical I'm, like I'm literally ever. like, I'm going to get my oil changed, and some dude's going to jug on my nuts. Right? And I'm like, <laughs> but, you know. There are worse time, there's worse ways to spend I'm your like, afternoon. I get it. Really? Double digits in my booty hole, and then I'll be good to yeah. go. What people don't know is, you know, my mom died when she was 50, and it came out of nowhere. And I'm like, I got a wife. I got two kids. I want to make sure I'm around forever. And so I went to the doctor. Uh, it was weird, man, because when I called up, they're like, oh, the first of all appointments, August 14th, which happens to be my birthday. I was like, all right, cool. I'll go. That, that sounds like it. So I went in, and the doctor, you know, did a physical. He's like, great shape. He's like, you know, you have a heart murmur. I was like, yeah, I've been told that before. He's like, and ever get it checked out? And I'm like, no, nobody ever really told me to check check it out. And he's like, you should go get it checked out. Uh, I'm going to order you an echocardiogram with Doppler. You know, go get it checked out. And I was like, all right. So I called up a week later, you know, a couple weeks later, went in. And I knew something was up because the um, – the person doing the uh, the test is like, hey, you mind if I like stop real quick and go get like a supervisor? Oh shit! Yeah, like I want to I want to make sure some of these measurements are right. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? Um, so you know, two days later, get a call from my doctor. You need to go see a cardiologist. They found some things. You know, this is not something you want to really mess around with. You know that that th- those type of conversations. So two days later, I was in with a cardiologist, and he's like. Um, it was weird because he's like any dizziness, any you know chest pains, any back pains, any shortness of breath. I'm like none of that. He's like, dude, you are lucky. He's like, you have a bicuspid aortic valve with an ascending aortic aneurysm. So at the top of your heart, there's a valve that's supposed to have three leaflets that open up. Right. And mine only has like one incision, like a football. So blood is flowing through there, like it's powering through there. Instead of this like big opening for blood to flow through, it's there's a slit. Right. And so what happens is two things: calcium builds up quicker, and it can lead to an aneurysm, which it did in my case. And so you know, depending on who does the measurements, five centimeters is the, is the threshold to have surgery. Um, 
so they measured it at 4.7 based on an MRI that I had done, and then which was interesting. That was a two-hour process of uh, in the machine in the machine for Fuck two hours, that. dude. It's so bad. I did an hour. Have you had an MRI? No, but I don't know if I. I don't think I don't fit. You'd in fit. A, you'd fit because they can change yeah. it around. But it's bro, that is the fucking. Well, the worst. worst I'm not. I'm, the only thing that bothered me the most was you're literally lying on like a steel sheet of metal. Yeah. And like my they back was seizing up. Yeah. Like, they, a little like they don't give no cushion. They no. do, but it's yeah. not. It's just enough to keep you still. Yeah. yeah. Like that's it, and then like they give you earplugs. Because it's a loud fucking machine. It sounds like yeah. you're in the middle of a tornado. It's just don't, 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 don't. And it's like, did you have your eyes open? No, I, I was able to have music on. Okay. Because it was they were really concentrating on my heart. Yeah. And so the good news is I have a heart. It's That's good. It's proven. Uh, you're still cold it's bastard. It's still it's still yeah. black, but it's it's yeah. black, but it's there. Yeah, that shit is not fun, man. Like I tried like halfway through, I'd like open my eyes to check it out, and I'd start to panic. Yeah. Because like you're there, it's like it feels like you're in a fucking coffin. It's like I can't. I'm usually pretty good at staying calm, but like I'd like chill. I open my eyes just to see like where I was at, and I'd see the fucking wall like right on my face. Like no, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, that was uh, two hours of interesting thought process going through it actually oh oh sure <laughs> yeah so uh, then what happened so so then from there you know they got the results back and you know the cardiologist is like hey this is not something like you got to go see a surgeon um so you know tara my wife being the research junkie that she is and luckily we're in north carolina so you got duke you got unc you got some of the best well not a, not just in north carolina at the area yeah. where they're at yeah. like it's, yeah. it's not like oh i gotta drive two hours no it's like yeah. you gotta drive 20 minutes and you're where you yeah. need to be so you know super blessed we found the guy at duke that literally has been doing it for 20 years he does it you know does these three four times a day you know this type of surgery I uh, was able to get in with him pretty immediately within a week, and uh, his name's Chad Hughes, Dr. Chad Hughes up at Duke uh, Medical Center. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we met with him. It's interesting. The room is, like, half the size, and it's a teaching hospital, and there's, like, eight people in the room. It's, like, what? him, his physician's assistant, his, like, assisting doctor, and then students. Yeah. So you're like literally, it's me and Tara in the room. <laughs> There's like, There's like a like world renowned hard doctor. Take like, it in my closet. Yeah, they're like, you know, right, right in your face. But, um, you know, he took a look at all of the thing, all of the tests that I had done, and then he took his own measurement, and he's like, you, know, you are, you are five centimeters. He's like, that's the fact. He said, but you know, you're not a smoker, you're not a drinker, you know, you're, you're, you know, solid shape for your age. He's like. It's really up to you whether you want to have the surgery or not, but I would highly recommend we wait. And so then it was like, whoa, because I was literally going up there. I'm like, let's go, wheel me in. Yeah, let's do it let's right now. Let's get it yeah. done. Yeah. Like, the sooner we get it done, the sooner I heal. And it's one of the only uh, surgeries in the, of the heart left that they actually still have to open you up. Oh, um, crack, crack the sternum. They got to crack the sternum yeah. and go in because it's at the top half of your heart. They have to do all the repairs. Oh, so you're There's like no splayed way. open like lip yeah. like, like chops. Yeah. yeah. It's like a four to six hour surgery, he said. And then it's like uh, three days in the ICU, at least a week or maybe a little over a week in the hospital, depending on how well you heal. Yeah. And then it's like eight months of doing, or not eight months, eight to 12 weeks of doing nothing. And then from there, you can start, you know, getting back into most people. Right. You know what's what's funny? I don't think I ever told you. Like I don't think I told you either. So, like I have a heart murmur too. 
and obviously never got checked on like other when I was a kid, but I had a brother who died before I was born. And he, same thing, he had like a heart murmur, but his was like big, so they had to do a surgery. So I didn't know about this until I was like in my like early 20s. Like no one ever told me anything about him or anything like that. And I remember like hearing my mom tell me a story where they had the surgery on him, but because he was so young, he was a kid, they couldn't do like anesthesia. So he had to be awake through the whole fucking thing. And That's my dad insane. was there like just, I mean, obviously you got to listen to your son screaming in pain and stuff while they're doing like surgery and stuff. Cause even like they can't go overboard with the painkillers or anything like that. And this was like early eighties, you know? So it's like, it, that's why like when you called me up and you told me that I was like, oh fuck man. Like, well, what's weird is, is, is that's the kind of thing that's like that, that, like you might not be here if your brother had left, lived. Right. Your yeah. parents might've said, oh, we had two. That's all yeah, we really Yeah, no, hundred percent. But the fact is, is that I still had the same issue and I wasn't as bad. Like, I shouldn't be doing all the stuff that I'm doing. Like, they always told me that. Like, I wanted to play soccer when I was a kid and do all that stuff. Like, for years, my parents yeah. wouldn't let me do shit. Like, they wouldn't let me do anything. And finally, I told them, I was like, look, I'm, I'm only here once anyway. Like, let me do it. If I get hurt, I get hurt, but it's on my time, you know? And it kind of took them a while. They were super overprotective. And even for, for now, when, like, I tell them, like, when I was doing the kickboxing tournament last year, like, I could tell they were freaking out. They would, like, text me every 30 minutes checking up on me and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, it's not a fucking joke. It's pretty serious. Well, the stuff that I have, like, the aneurysms, like, the, the doctor, all the doctors I met with, they're like, dude, you have no idea how lucky you are to be alive. He's like, you know, training what you were training in. He's like, this is where, you know, you hear about all the time where people, you know, that guy was the most physically fit guy in the world he runs triathletes and he drops dead yeah well like when because you, when you drop dead of a, when you have a heart attack they don't do an autopsy unless you actually request it yeah and most people go he died of a heart attack so even having a bicuspid aortic valve like two percent of the world's population have it more probably do they just you just never know yeah well it's like when we were having that conversation too the first thing that popped in my mind is like shit how many times that we like train and we were training pretty fucking hard like where we were like joking around oh, yeah. like dude why why are you sweating bro yeah why are you like, sweating like we would have the fucking joke and i'm like oh shit yeah. if tom would have had a fucking heart attack like no, in the middle of rolling dude. like i would have fucking or an like, aneurysm 100 percent right on the like a massive aneurysm yeah so here here's what the surgeon told me and you know we got to trust this guy because he does this forever he's like look you know there's there's a lot of good things going on here but he did say if you want the surgery, you we will do it because you're in that threshold. If you're worried about, you know, you know, Tara, she's like, what if he's like at the store one day and has a heart, you know, and doctor's yeah. like, highly unlikely if he does the things that I tell him to do, which is take, you know, no more heavy lifting. <laughs> so, no more. <laughs> so, so let's go ahead and cross that one off because he still does that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know. The uh, the skip training, high intensity, none of that. Lower it down, mid mid intensity. Um, you know, try not to get the blood, uh, your heart rate above one fifty for an extended period of time. And for somebody as angry as Tom, know, exactly. Right? No, North Carolina change. No, no, North Carolina. Yeah. Dude, yeah. North Carolina traffic. Ooh. Oh, it's tough. That's it's yeah. a killer. So what he said is, you know, the the pig, the surgeon said the pig and the heart valve last about twelve to fourteen years. So. His, his thinking is you don't want to have the surgery twice, right? Nobody wants to go through that surgery twice. Right. So the long, and, and if you go mechanical, you have to go on some serious blood thinners. I think it's called Coumadin. And there's so many other complications or, 
you know, say you have another something else pops up, that, that medication, you know, since it's blood thinners, won't work with other stuff that you can't take. So you could have other issues. So right. he said the longer that we can wait and monitor it, the better off you're going to be because also, you know, technology is advancing. And, you know, even four or five years ago, they weren't able to replace the valve on the bottom half of the heart. They do it through your artery in your leg, and you're literally in and out of the hospital in like a week. Yeah. So... With no, with the, with the recovery, with no, no, you, yeah. you're not, you're not recovering from a cracked fucking sternum. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you were to do the surgery, what exactly would they be doing to your heart? You have to crack me open. Um, depending on how elastic the aneurysm is, uh-huh. they either repair it or replace it. So they'll like cut it out and put like pig or, or cow pieces really yeah That's and same nice. thing with the valve they make the valve oh god i can't wait for Dude, that how funny that i can't wait for that i can't wait for you to have a piece of pig in your heart yeah i would rather have <laughs> exactly. like the cow i'd rather say I'd rather like have the cow, the cow. Yeah. yeah just because i could sit there and I'd just say like it's a bull yeah, it's, it's a bull. It's a bull. I would just sit there and like send like random like chick-fil-a ads yeah. to you, like <laughs> eat more chicken yeah if it was the pig though It'd be like, oh, that's that's why you're so hungry. Every now. every year that's why you're on yeah. so much. Yeah. Every year on your birthday, Sean will call you up and read you Charlotte's Web. <laughs> <laughs> so, they would crack your chest open, put in like parts, pig buttholes parts, for your valve. Exactly. And then, what's the recovery time? Well, I said, um, yeah, definitely three days in ICU, you know, week and a half, two weeks in the hospital, depending. Depending on how quickly you recover. Right. And then it's like no physical activity for at least two or three months. Well, you're good with that. Yeah. You don't do I don't shit. do anything anyways. So, so did the, the, when it comes to jujitsu, did the doctor say avoid jujitsu? No, what he said is, you know, definitely no high intensity rolling. Uh, doesn't like the idea of any type of takedown. I even said, what about Muay Thai? Thinking I'd go back to doing more striking. He said, no, yeah, you know, getting anything like ch- chokes, like somebody locking you in a choke right, or right, somebody right. punching you in the face. It never really happened to me. It probably happens to you all the time yeah. when I train, you know, but you can obviously tell. Yeah, that you get punched yeah. in the face. No exactly. way. No, he's too scared to I'm fight. I'm too pretty to fight. Exactly. He's too scared to I'm fight. I'm too pretty to fight. You know, man. anything high impact, takedowns, because um, I was using, you know, I had that 90-pound training dummy. Was, no more speed fucking. No, no, no more of that. No more, no more forcing out a poo. Yeah. Literally, like, you know, and he said that actually, but, you know. Got to let that one just go. Yeah. Here's the, here's the important thing, though. It, it's funny because I'm, you know, when stuff like that happens, of course I tell my buddies. Right. But... I'm a pretty private dude when stuff like that happens. And you know, I found myself, like I told one good friend of mine in North Carolina, he's like, damn, you know, like heart disease runs in my family too. Maybe I should go get a checkup. And I haven't had a, a physical in years. And so yeah, I inspired him to go get a physical. And then he told a friend and a couple other people in the neighborhood I knew called me. And before I know it, like the, uh, the doctor, the original doctor that I went to had like eight or nine new patients. And I was like, that's pretty cool, man. That, you get like a... Uh you got a kickback on that? Or no, 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 no. But fucking like free kickback, heart surgery right there. The you kickback is maybe one of my friends doesn't die of a heart attack while right. out on a run. So, um, I figure people be calling them like, uh, so uh, what's up with the insurance on the house? Yeah. Uh, you got to like get back on that? Well, you, you, I was I was fine until you told me what the nickname of this heart disease was. 
What is it? Widowmaker. Yeah. It's a widow. Oh yeah, no, that shit like. And I was like, oh man. But here's like, the thing. You can't joke around after a while. Like, yeah, fuck, I guess. dude. Well, funny, funny story, man. When I when I went to the original doctor for the physical, like again, like my biggest concern is not how healthy I am. I got. I don't want some dude sticking his finger in my butt. Right. Or juggling my nuts. Sean, you're used to that. Yeah. So it doesn't bother Willingly. that much. But listen. So like the whole thing gets done, and I don't know that we're done. But he's like, any other questions? I was like. Sitting there, he's like, "You all right, dude?" I was like, "Nah, is this like, are we done? Are you like, or, like are, are you, you like gonna go out of your room and come back in with a glove? Like, what are we doing here?" You <laughs> know? Like, gonna have and my he, hopes up. Dude, for that I book. said that to him. He goes, "No, no, no." He goes, "We don't, we don't do that anymore." He's like, "We, we use blood work." He's like, "We look at your past history. We look at like." There's other what? things that we what do you still. Mean they don't do that anymore. Well, at least maybe this doctor doesn't. The doc- maybe he's my so doctor advanced. Makes, he makes me do it every time I go see is him. It the Does same he really? Guy, is it the same guy that has that website? Why, is that why? Is that why you go every week? <laughs> it's yeah. just it's it's, why, it's it's so weird that I, what amazes me is how he does it with his hands on my hips. Yeah, right. That's yeah, so, it's crazy. Like just be happy. And then you he didn't go old school, sticking the Q-tip down the yeah. hole. That's that's oh. when they get you. Yeah, but listen. At the end of the day. You know, I'm super blessed that I went. You know, the name of the game is to be around forever for my kids yeah. and my wife, and maybe so, and maybe Sean. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe. So the the option is then no surgery until what? Yeah. So I go back every six months. We're going to do a CT scan. This next one's going to be the big one because they they don't have a baseline, right? The right. doctor said he goes, I don't know if this grew five centimeters over you know 45 years. It's the bicuspid aortic valve is a birth defect. Right. It's very hard to detect when when babies are born. It's not one of those where you have a hole in your heart. Well, right? everybody's got like a I like a hole. I fucking in knew he was defective. The yeah. moment I met, I met him, Man. I knew he was defective. You, you're not one to judge. Special. But, yeah. I don't have any birth defects. Uh, Special. All right there. <laughs> all right. So so what? You're not gonna do surgery. You're checking up every six months. So yep. what? You think you're still gonna do it like five years from now, or what's the? Well, you know, he, what he did. Go, I mean, until, yeah. until, go yeah. until you can, or yeah. until you have to. That's so, do you he, think that that this kind of like fuck with your head? Because I mean, we were training, no problem. You moved, and then like what? Within like a year of that, all of a sudden everything like changed. Like you feel like now it's like, if you hadn't known that you'd still be training the same way, like you'd be fine, or is it like, you know, like it would fuck with my head? Is one of those things like. Ignorance is bliss kind yeah, of things. Yeah, no, it made me think a lot about different things that I did. <laughs> yeah. And Sean and I talked about it last night. should have done all those, some coat, stuff. those lines. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Back in the in the youngin' days. It was like two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. M&M's flying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> vitamins. Vitamins is what we call them. Yeah. Uh, Skittle. You know, Skittle. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that, that, those type of stuff, you know, it's, it's eye-opening. Yeah. It is, you know. We joke, but, you know. You guys know how I am with with my family and yeah. And, uh, so what'd your dad say? I'm curious. When he came out of his room. Yeah. <laughs> when he fucking finally came out of his room. What the fuck is going no, on? No, here's here? the thing though. They're like anybody blood related, they have to go get tested because it's 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 something that is hereditary too. Yeah. And thank but, God, the, my nephews still have to go, but everybody that was tested, um, that was blood related, uh, was fine, including my boys. The crazy thing about that is, like I said, 2% of the world's population actually get diagnosis. My sister-in-law got diagnosed with a bicuspid aortic valve. Wow. She doesn't have really? any aneurysms. Yeah. I just found this out like two weeks ago she went. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. No aneurysms. So the, the valve itself alone is just something you have to monitor, and calcium tends to build up quicker there. Right. 
what happened is the fact that I have the aneurysm on top of it caused by the valve and the pressure of the blood flowing through it. That's, that's the kicker. That's the one that if that thing bursts, one in four people survive even making it to the hospital. Yeah. Making it to the but hospital. You, you said your mom had one too. Your no, mom, no, 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 no. Your mom didn't. No, have we it. don't know. My dad doesn't have it, so it didn't. Yeah, you know, he's like, didn't come from my side. I was yeah. like, that you know of. You just get the genetic. Yeah, that's a fucked up thing about genetics, man. Like it's, you know, like what is it? If you're colorblind, like you blame the mom, kind of thing. Well, I don't. I don't. It's like it's, that's all wives tell. No, no, everyone, no, no. Well, no. yeah, because people say baldness runs on the mom's side of right. the family. Right. If your mom, if your grandfather and yeah, right. your mom's side, my grandfather side. had a full head of hair. And until yeah, and the it day skips. No, it skips. Well, so did my great grand. I knew my great grandfather and my and my grandfather on um, that side, and they were both had full heads of hair. So yeah, but you got other shit that that you did that they didn't do. They're probably like yeah, you know. That, I mean, that like. Could be. I, my my grandpa, like even though like I never met him, like on my mom's side, same thing, full head of hair. But my dad's side, like they're all gone. So I got lucky. I skipped that one. Well, nah, I mean, starting, it's starting, still there. It's, it's starting. Uh, yeah, it's starting. But at thirty, my dad was like, yeah. like well, you. I was fine. I was fine until I was thirty-five. Thirty-five is when I noticed my bald spot. That's when I was like, because I had just shaved my head. Because I, I I just I used to do like a. Two. Were were razors good in nineteen ninety-five? What are you talking? He's older than me. <laughs> thirty-five. When I was thirty-five, which was only 10 twenty years ago, ago, I had my. I was on my knee, and I taking was, it in for the team. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. I was still pro wrestling. I was still oh, on your knee. I was still. I was. I, it was a picture of me in the ring, and I was down on one knee, and I had a chain in my hand, and I looked, and I noticed that there was. It was less hair. Yeah. On the you know on the monk's tonsure, I was like. No. Yeah, yeah. Am yeah. I going bald? And then slowly but surely, that that fucker started yeah. thinning more. Yeah, yeah. And then getting bigger, and I'm like, oh, for sure. I know, like my skin now. Like, like I could tell because I have this side. Or is it? Yeah, it's this side where it's like it cuts. And I was like, hmm, that line didn't used to be that long over there. <laughs> like, but I honestly, I don't give a shit. Like, no, I, well, that's what it, you know. I didn't want to be that guy holding, holding on to his hair. I was yeah. like, I'm not going to be that dude, like, doing the Coming comb up. over or going to get fucking Bosley. Spray tan. You know? Well, you know what's funny now? Is like I, went, you, I went to the Caesar. I'm not going to lie first. Did you? Yeah, I went to the Caesar. Oh, man. You look like no, George you know Costanza. You know what I did? Is yeah. I grew, do you remember when, you, when, when Tom first like met me? Like the George me? Clooney. Did, remember yeah, when George yeah. Clooney had yeah. Yeah. When Tom first met me, I had long hair. Yeah. That was my last rock because it wasn't like gone yet. Yeah. yeah. It was just thinning. So I just grew my hair out because I'm like, this is going to be my last I that picture somewhere. Yeah. We have that picture of you and helping Jackson. I think Tara has it. Oh, I, I don't know that one. Yeah, I got to find that one. That, so the f- that was a scary moment. That was when you were about 600 pounds. Now you're down to about 380. 380. So <laughs> Tara was so because sc- I was on the mat with Jackson. Yeah. He was like three. I was, te- I was teaching yeah. him how to shrimp. And Tara was terrified. It was, ter- it was terrified. Like if of he course. rolled over accidentally in the other direction, Jackson was a goner. It's like it's like watching the tadpole training with Yokozuna. Like, come on, man, I would be scared too. Like, you know how many babies die a year when like their parents roll over while they're sleeping. Oh, yeah. That's I just read a story about yeah. one. Oh yeah, yeah, it happens a lot. It's like no, yeah, it's hard though, man. When you have kids, I remember a few times I woke up and one of the boys was in the bed as a baby. Tara just fell asleep, man. I was like, get up! What are you doing? You're gonna suffocate him. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. So, did, so, did I tell you that? So, 
I had a, a moment like that with my, one of my dogs. So I thought you were say one of your girlfriends. No. Well, and what happened was what happened was Tracy and I. It was, I'd say it was not. It was probably two thousand four ish, two thousand three ish. Whenever whenever Scooby Doo the movie came out. That's a weird fucking reference. Well, you're gonna find out in a second. So, we smoked a doobie because one of my one of my original or my uh, wrestling uh, instructors, the guy that taught me how to do pro wrestling, he sold weed. He he's gone now. God bless his heart. But uh, he um, he gave us he gave me a nugget and no, actually gave me a joint and we smoked it and we got high and we started watching Scooby Doo. The movie with, with you know with Matthew Lillard as yeah, Shaggy, yeah. and we were laughing our ass off. It was the funniest movie we'd ever seen on <laughs> weed. On weed. weed. Yeah. And what happened was I had my Roddy then, right? And we were laughing. And, oh, you told me. This, and Tracy yeah. rocked forward, and my dog leaned or put his head down behind her, and then she rocked back. And he was he his head was stuck like behind her for like a half a second. But in my stone brain, I'm like, "You're gonna suffocate him!" I started yelling, and then, dude, from that from that moment on, I was paranoid the whole night because she went into the into the kitchen to start making some snacks, and, Scooby snacks, and it's it smelled weird. And in my head, I'm like, "She's killing the cats. She's she's so high. She's killing the cats and making some weird concoction that she's gonna make me eat my cats." And then we had to take the dog out to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, I'm not going out there. She goes, why? I go, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to find my way back in. That's how high I was. And you guys wonder why I don't drink and smoke. It's because when I do, drinking not so much. But smoking, smoke, marijuana and I just don't meet eye to eye. It's just like. I mean, everybody reacts differently. But I mean, I've never sat there and worried about someone Killing the dog and cat when I'm like, but, like to me, what freaks me out, like, is how many jujitsu guys smoke before they roll. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that to save my fucking life. No, I don't get yeah, it. We train a with a do. bunch of them. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I just don't understand how they could do that. It's like I can't. I mean, I but I could sit there. You could put me on anything, and I'll be fine. I'll be able to operate. But like, I can't sit there. Excuse me, and just like be high, like stone, like that, and like roll. Like I get like super paranoid and like sloppy. I couldn't sit there and like and function. But like, does that? I'm I'm wondering, could I ever train at Tenth Planet in Hollywood? Not everybody gets high <laughs> at Tenth Planet, know, but probably I'm, not. That's an assumption, right? Yeah, it's, yeah well, it's, it's like, a pretty good assumption. I mean, fifty percent. <laughs> well, it's I more betcha, like that. Uh, at least fifty. What's that tournament like? The one where like to get stone high now? rollers. Yeah, the high rollers. You seen that? Yeah. Like, I couldn't do that. I, there's no way in the world that I could fucking do that. Like, high-level competition and be high after, like, a huge joint. Now I'm good. I'm well, good. It's, it's like I can understand the concept because I, t- I was talking to some of the guys that came to Open Mat today. I was like, jujitsu isn't about what you know in your head. It's what your body knows what to do. Right. Like, you know things. Obviously, yes. If you know yes. things, you can teach them. But um, it's not what you know. It's what you know. what your body knows what to do. Dude, I was just talking to somebody at, uh, it's funny you talked about right out of the gate about training with you because I was talking to somebody at soccer and, you know, one of the guys that I'm friends with, he was talking about this one guy who was there. The guy was about 6'4 and he was about 220. Um, and he's like, man, that guy, you know, I've seen him at CrossFit. You know, I've seen him do this. I've seen him do that. And I'm just standing there just smiling. He's like, well, you know, 
What's up? And I was just <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, cool. Yeah. yeah CrossFit. I got put in awesome. the slip too. Right? And uh, so yeah. I, when I said, he's like, oh, what, you know, your jujitsu, you think is going to be able to take that guy? I said, here's what, I feel pretty good about my chances. And he's like, Dude, what are you, like five, eight? And I was like, yeah, right around five, eight. I said, but the, I trained with a guy for three years that was yeah. six, four. And if that guy doesn't know jujitsu or any type of grappling, I'm feeling pretty good about myself, yeah. regardless. Still going to sleep. <laughs> Still, he's going to something's sleep. going to happen, and it's probably going to be to him. Yeah, and, and he's well, like, "Really, dude?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I was like, "It gives you a it's, jujitsu is a superpower. I don't care what people say; it's a yeah. superpower." And even though I haven't trained in, in a while, it's riding. A boat. No, yeah, you're still you still end like up you come like, up and we train, and you know some of the yeah. stuff you know comes right back to me. The basics will always stay, but it's like the super advanced stuff. Like, yeah, you're like, oh shit, that's right, I forgot about this. But the basics yeah, but are always going to be there. Some dude on the street, I'm feeling pretty good. For sure, no, I would too. It's like I'm like, I don't care. That's the thing, man. Like, I've never been afraid to be in a fight. I know to be smart about like, I'm not gonna try and go and pick a fight with like Tyrone Spong. But like, we're sitting in the fight. I'm like, you bleed just like I do, homie. Like, I'm not too worried. I'm not trying to get into a fucking fight. But if it shit comes down to it, like. I'm What's, confident, like, I'll take care of myself, no problem. I'll do what I need to do. What's funny is the, the guys at my school, we're, we're a different breed, obviously, than your normal jiu-jitsu school because of the way I have, you know, the way my mentality is. Yeah, what is it? It's like I got that immigrant mentality. Immigrant, immig- Yo, dog, I got that immigrant t- mentality. Let me tell you something, Joe Rogan. Um no, it's it's just we're laid back, but the the people that we attract at Temple are like people that are got a little bit of that fuck you to them. Yeah, like they're super. Everybody's super cool, but like they see a big guy walk into the gym, and and like they're like, oh yeah, I want I want I want I want the big one. Yeah, they want they want they want to test against the biggest and the strongest. I'll tell you about the new guy that came in, the football player. What was his name? Uh, Cameron. Cameron. Like, this dude is huge, man. Fucking Which insane. Wait, wait, wait. The Chargers. Kelly, Kelly? Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, Cameron. he, like, came in, bro. He's like, I'm like, I don't want to roll with this guy. And then, like, Sean's like, roll with him. I'm like, all right, we'll roll with him. The whole time, he's like, all muscle. Like, I'm like, fuck, this dude is strong. And I'm just staying calm the whole time. He's trying everything to fucking squash me. Like, everything. And just, I look at Sean. I look at the clock. I'm like, okay. So, there's, like, five seconds left. I'm like, okay. Boom, I sent him fucking flying. He's like, fuck. <laughs> like, that's all I need, but Yeah, that's funny. But the, I was trying. I couldn't fucking move him to save my yeah, life. But the whole time, it took me, it was like four minutes for the setup, making sure he couldn't do anything crazy. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And then I just look at the clock. I'm like, okay, ready? Because I'm going to go for that point. Like, fucking send him and flying. And what I tell everybody when it comes to no-gi jiu-jitsu is you could bring an athlete off the street, and he's going to do well. Like, yeah. a, an actual athlete. Like, that dude's a legit yeah. athlete. Well, dude, he's a professional. Well, he was a professional football player. Yeah. And uh, even even more scary than than Cam is Kelly. Which one's Kelly? Kelly's the even bigger dude. Oh, the wrestler dude? Well, no, he played football, too. He, yeah, he I know football. what you're talking about. Yeah. Dude, this guy is a fuck. He looks like a young Matt Mitrione. No way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's tall, and like, mm-hmm. but he's athletic. Like, he gets, and he wrestled in high school, so he I, I would have to pull the higher belt. Uh, <laughs> big on him, like, yeah, you don't get to pick me. Yeah. I, I pick who I want. I don't blame you, dude. Like, he, I he's, watch him, he's, 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 already, he's already tapping, guys. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, but it's like, and they've only been with me about a month. Yeah. So it tells me two things. One, 
if you come in with any ability to be coached, like if you know, and football players, they know how to be coached. They know how to listen to what yeah. you say. You're going, you, you know, you're gonna, you can be, you can be taught jujitsu. The second thing that it's kind of a selfish thing, but at the same time, it makes me feel good. Is it lets me know that my system works. These guys are already tapping people, and they've only been with me in a, in a right, month. Who are they tapping? They're, no, they're they're doing good, it, man. No, it, no, it's, it's it's legit. Like when I come in there, like I definitely have to mind my p's and q's. Like I'll fuck around like the first part of like until training. you find out. Wait a second, you fuck around well, until you realize. Well, you know I how be I always around. roll. No, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know how I always roll. It's like yeah. I always like I always be the mellow one like at the beginning just to see where they're at, and then like I pay attention. Like, are you gonna go for the submission because you're going for it, or are you gonna go for it and be a dick? So like, if you get it, but you're gonna be a dick about it. Okay, then we roll. But otherwise, if you get it, then like, all right, we're just gonna have fun rolling. And none of my guys are dicks. And but that's the beauty. That's of- not true. Colin was always a dick. No, Colin was never a dick. Colin's the guy's like, oh, I'm just gonna do my elbows. Oh, I'm sorry, Colin, you're a girl. Colin, I know you're listening. Yeah, he's gonna sit there. It's like, oh, it's a girl. I'm gonna go ahead and dig my elbows into her. Yeah, like, or you that's could a do. Dick move. Yeah, I'm like, or you could do what coach told you to do on how to fucking break the guard. And Colin, Colin was, but you know what? What Colin had was tenacity. Tenacity, and he he wanted to win. Do he I won. not know this fucking guy or what? No, he was he was <laughs> yeah, ready to go, but he wasn't a dick. And he was, was an athlete. Was he, he was, was he a humble in defeat? Yeah, yeah. No, he, no, wasn't, he wasn't a dick. Dude, about Colin it. was one of. Colin, He's a legit I'm gonna, dude. I'm busting his I'm, balls. He's like, I talked to that dude. Right? Yeah, yeah. You talked to him, Colin. Yeah. Colin, I hate admitting this, but Colin, because if he's listening, is it, but because I hate giving him any compliments. But Colin, Colin became one of my favorite people. You, yeah. you hate giving anybody compliments. I hate taking yeah. compliments as and even more giving them and giving them. Yeah. No, yeah. he's no. It's not about. He doesn't hate. He looks like he's gonna cry. When I do too. No, it's a not, he doesn't hate about taking compliments. This I hate guy, giving. I hate. Get I hate the fuck, Get the fuck yes, out of here. Yes, I do. Stop, I'm stop. even Don't more uncomfortable. Go ahead. Throw. Okay. Let me go ahead and like post all my yoga photos so I can get 700 likes just to sit there and be like, oh, check it out. Everybody loves me. Like, if you didn't post that, what are you talking about? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? That's not what you do. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I mean, am, am I wrong? You're he knows wrong. How I feel. So he knows how shit. I feel about his Instagram account. Oh, come on. You're wrong. I don't do that to, to get you compliments. Don't do, you don't do it for recognition. No. No, what I use it mm. for is exactly what it's what it's done, and that's to help people want to live a healthier lifestyle. <laughs> you hear this motherfucker? Oh, can you give on. me an example? Yes, I can. <laughs> you guys want you guys want the example? Give yes. me an example. One of one of uh, our buddy Mike's friends. Mike. Uh, Mike Moritz. Okay. As I put out his last name. Whatever, he doesn't give a shit. Nice. Yeah. Um, I love he, Mike. Um, a couple weeks ago, Mike sent me a text with his buddy, right. his buddy Keith. And um, he's like, Keith wants to start training, blah, blah, blah. So um, Keith come, came to the temple, and we met, and he told me what he's going through. He's going through a lot of stuff in life. Um, and he's like, and he said, he goes, look, I see what you put out on social media. He goes, and I really like your vibe and what you're putting out, and I can tell that you, you know, you seem happy and you have a, a you have a healthy lifestyle, and I want the, what you have. I need to get to that place for myself and for my family. So what Keith Keith is doing is now Keith is training at Temple. Right. He's also meeting me at the at yoga uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at seven a.m. Right. He's trying to live a healthier lifestyle, and he's we have like these little powwows. That's different, t- though. That's, but that's, that's but that's what my Instagram is for. Six months from now, 
he's going to go, Sean, stop putting the fucking selfies on Instagram. <laughs> so we're going to take him about six months. Well, you know who's worse than Sean? is Nils. I, yeah. Nils is so bad Nils, on we, that. We've all, and Nils yeah. knows how we feel about yeah. his Instagram. Uh, well, so, happy birthday he, to Nils, too. He's yeah. 40 out in Ireland right Nils, now. Nils is a good dude, but, man, I had a give that 30-day break <laughs> they allow you to give from CM Post. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Nils. You put him on timeout. I'm not going to lie, bro. I put you on timeout. I was like, this motherfucker, man. He's... There's well, only so the, many times pose, I can see some It was the posing. Yeah, but so Nils, Nils is a good dude, though. Nils, Nils, Nils is, is a good great people. fucking guy. Nils, like, there's only so many times I can see a grown-ass man go... Yeah. Can so somebody whatever. straighten his hat out once for in the picture? <laughs> no, bro. He's Jersey. He's Jersey for life. I'm joking, Nils. Nils is, Nils is good. But I, I, uh, speaking of which, total side note, uh, shout out to Charles from the Armory. He just got his purple belt. He's uh, one of uh, Professor Marcello's students. I, don't th- I think you met him once before. He came out to roll with us, pretty sure, like once before. He's okay, a good bro. dude. He just got his purple belt, so shout out to him. Congratulations. You know, a lot of my guys, and I and I think this is something that should be addressed in jujitsu as a whole, is most of the guys that I that come to my night class don't do gi, and their their schedules don't allow it, and you know maybe their finances don't allow them to you know get a gi or whatever. But I don't think or that's twenty five that. or twenty five like we ended yeah. up doing. But um, I think I'm at thirty, but I stopped. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll buy a gi for a very, very long time. Yeah, I stopped. Um, the uh, I, there's no what's it, there's a shame that there's not a ranking system for no gi, and even though kind of Eddie Bravo does rank right a lot of his guys, I think there need there should be a standardized ranking system. I, I kind of no like gi. it that there isn't, though. I kind of like it that there isn't because it's like 80 CC is going on today. So it's really more about time because you could be like Gordon Ryan, like two years deep and you're sitting there going after black belts or you could be 10 years deep and you're still like struggling with blue belts. Right. But you should, I, regardless though, I think there should still be a ranking system because it, it's, it's... Well, for wrestling, because like for like college wrestling, is there like belt rankings or no, is there weight? It's, it's, See it, what I'm saying? But it's totally different, though. Well, there's, there's not belt rankings, but there are rankings. Right, but that's like divisions and stuff. Like you could be like, but I like think one A or something like that. But, but I mean, thing. if I'm two years into college and you're into three right, or the one rank, year, the rankings don't mean the same. Yeah, but yeah. but if you're in, it's a martial art. No gi is just as much a martial art as gi, as just oh, no, as much I, as. Yeah. Um, you know, even though Muay Thai really doesn't have a ranking system, Muay Thai boxing, doesn't only boxing, only in the U.S. Yeah, like the boxing East, like does Western. not have any uh, rank uh, actual ranking belt ranking system or, or whatever. You can either throw. You're, or you either, can't. you're either an amateur or a pro when it comes to boxing. Yeah. Um, but because Nogi is so tied to Gi Jiu Jitsu, I think we should come up with a with a. Um, with a, a, a ranking. universal ranking system, so you can start doing, you, you know, having these no gi tournaments with actual ranks instead of IBJJF is the only one that I know that yeah. uses actual rank. You have to be well, ranked no, into gi in order to to enter into a uh, no gi or in, into the world no gi from right. IBJJF. They don't just say time at yeah. IBJJF. I think that's just their their attempt at keeping on to the antiquated look that they do as far as like oh the martial art and like whatever, which is not bad, but I think the fact that you have 
no belt ranking system into like going into ADCC kind of leaves it open for that that underdog like storyline and like yeah but most of the people but there's you're not going to get anybody not ranked well yeah we'll look at like our Nicky Ryan all right he's ranked but he's what 17 16 16 he so can't be he can't, he can't be, a black be an belt adult for two but years. he can go sit there and compete in adult black belt and fucking be a not at solid, IBJJF right but he would be a solid competition well of course so then like that's what i'm saying but he, i think there should still i think i think i don't i don't think it would be hard i i don't think it would be hard to come up with a with a nogi ranking no, system no they would just keep it the same it would, sure. it would be very I similar to the Bravo, just Time and skill, or just I think same style. Same, like he gives you style. a belt when you you he thinks you deserve that belt. They st- they he give, does he give you an actual belt? Or he gives you an actual. Because yeah. I know they have the. Yeah, he gives you an actual belt. Yeah. Which is so what what even what's funnier to me with, with Eddie Bravo, is Eddie Bravo nine times out of ten if you watch his classes he's wearing gi pants. Yeah. Well, no, he always says that he wears gi pants, but doesn't. Normally put on the the, the no he the says it he likes it for like the grip because you get the grips and stuff when like you're wearing pants, like, you know he talks about it all the time so it's it's understandable I mean I I think it's good not to have it so you don't get stuck dealing with the same issues that you get stuck with like the gi where people are like oh why don't you come over to my school and then I'll promote you and blah 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 like that kind of bullshit and I think it leaves it open for that yeah but how many how many just no gi schools do you know of. That's the thing. Most most jujitsu schools that you well, know I mean, look at, are look at like jiu-jitsu. the MMA guys. Like look at the MMA guys. Like someone like Steve. Like Steve could be like a, a brown belt, black belt. He is a brown belt. He right, does but the gi, though. No, big Steve, tall, tall Steve. Oh, tall. Oh, oh, for nah, not you're not Ma- Maori. No. Not Maori. I'm talking about tall Steve. I'm, no, I'm talking about Maori. Uh, yeah, Steve you're Maori. talking yeah. about Steve Maori. No, yeah, yeah. And look at um, uh, what's his name, uh, Desmond. Desmond Green. Desmond is a purple belt under uh, Faraz Sahabi. Right. So, but he, he never like trains in the gi. Like he might I've never seen train him. in the gi. He now, trains like once in a while, like in the gi. But, but he probably did train in the gi. Yeah, but that's in what I'm saying. In order to get like, ranked, in order to. But if you sat there and just saw him in no gi, like you would never say like, oh, he's a purple belt. He's like. No, but there a, should be a system for it. Yeah. Because, a for the school. I, again, I, I, I tell the story about when I first walked into American Top Team and Charles McCarthy. I told him, I don't want to be ranked. I said, never rank me. I just want to come in here and learn. I don't want to be ranked. And he sat me down and he's like, look, he goes, I understand it. I understand what you're saying and I, and I get what you're saying. And it's, it's commendable that you don't want to be ranked. You just want to learn. But the ranking isn't just for you. The ranking is for everybody else on the mat to know who they could come to to ask questions. If, if there's a white belt that walks in and he sees, and, 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 or, and, and, if, and Nogi, if he knows that you're a blue belt or a purple belt, he's going to come to you and ask. And, that's, and, that, and, and he's going to ask you that question before you ask the black belt because you're going to be doing the, you know, you're going to be doing the, uh, the drilling with, with these guys. So you can say, look, man, you know, I'm having a problem with this or this, you know. You you would ask that guy because you know he's been there and he you know what he that you know if he's a purple belt he he'll have some answers so the ranking isn't just for you it's for everybody else underneath you so when when Charles explained that to me that it wasn't that the ranking isn't just for me it's about other people it made more sense I get it but I still think that and we both have seen these kind of people we've seen these kind of people where it's you're the higher belt, 
but you're also absolute garbage and you go out of your way to teach people the wrong shit because there's some people that i watch on a constant basis i'm like you're fucking garbage and you shouldn't be telling people everything because you're teaching these kids wrong they didn't even come to you to ask you for information and i'm watching them give like fucking like wrong information i've watched them stop like yeah, the they professors done, they do that at any rank right but want, like so. they like stopped the professor in the middle of class like teaching like dude shut the fuck up like no like you like that's the the one thing it's it's i get where you're coming from but there's also people that completely abuse the fact that like they're a higher belt yeah but i think those are fewer i just think it would be i think it would be an idea i just think it would be a good thing to do to give well I think, you well, I think you what, have your own school you're more than one yeah i know to do it. i, I don't <laughs> right? here's the thing is i've been seriously thinking about is there it. a temp planet that is it miami have a temp planet? yeah yeah, yeah. I think there's one in Orlando now, too. And there's one in, in Tampa, I'm pretty sure. Tampa or St. Petersburg, one of the two. And I'm pretty sure there's one in Orlando now. Yeah, I, and, and I've been seriously thinking of, thinking of creating my own. But, like, people would be like, like if here's, here's, what the, here's what the drawback to that is. Say I rank one of my guys and I make him, he stays with me long enough, becomes a purple belt in the no-gi. If he goes, if he moves to another place, and they only do gi, or you know, or they do gi and no gi, and they, he walks in and he says, "Well, I'm a purple belt." They go, "Well, put on a gi," and he puts on a gi. He's not going to know enough. He's not going to know. Well, enough. that's up to you to sit there and decide. Like you have the the gi system and the no gi system, right. so that's completely up to you. And it's not a it's big deal like, to be it, separate. What, it, no, what I'm saying is, is it. I could come up with one, and I I probably will, but just for my guys, so they know where they where they rank. But at the same time, outside of my school, it won't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? Outside of my school, no that nogi ranking won't matter at any other school because they're like. Well, I mean well, that it, it it all depends on the skill level because like at the school that I went to, I was like I was a white belt for like two years. And then I come here and it's like, or another school, and I might be like at a blue belt level in that school. So it always changes regardless of what school you're no, at. No, I, I, I agree, but, but. Do you have a lot of people that just do no gi that don't do gi at all? Yeah, most, yeah. People, most, most people, people do people no gi, yeah. Most people in my, in my no gi, pro, my night program don't do the gi. I'd say there's. But in all fairness to them, you also have more no gi classes than you do gi classes. No, I have more gi classes. Yeah, but you do them during the day when no one can come in. Well, that's changing. That's going to be at 7 a.m. Oh. That's, that's not my fault. You uh, don't mention it. Well, I just I just did. It wasn't during the day. It was nine a.m. Now you know. Now you know. Now it was you at know. nine a.m. and it, it was working for a lot of people because um, my my gi my gi class was growing too. I'm, I'm, I have like eight to, eight to ten guys in the gi class. Well, I said now. seven a.m. I wish there was a guy around me. Did seven a.m. Yeah. So who do you have? Who do you have at the uh, in, by you now though? Like what are what are the schools? Me. Yeah. So the closest one, uh, I think it's a Gracie school now. There's like two or three right in Apex. Right. Um, Lucas Lapree has a school in uh, Raleigh, I think it is, or Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Is that the yellow and black with the B? Yeah, there's one, and then there's Gracie's downtown Raleigh, for sure. There's not a lot. There's definitely not a lot, like, down here. Well, there wasn't, like, any, like, when you first got there, right? Nah, the one guy moved his school, so he closed down for a little while. There's but, a place uh, right in Apex that you went and checked out. Yeah. But they were... I'm going to go ahead and say it. They are douches. Why? What happened? He walked in, and they, like, looked him up and down, and, like... Shut <laughs> up. 
Yeah, like nobody even came over to me. I was standing there for 20 minutes. What like, a fuck, fuck bunch of place. fucking scumbags. What was it called? No, I'd, I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, it I'll like, be happy to call them out. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's what I don't get. Like, some people, and I've heard stories of some other schools here, too, where, like, someone came in, they wanted to, like, train, and the person at the front desk started, like, grilling them and all this other shit. It's like, I'm trying to give you money. Why would you be a dick? Yeah, and that's not in the spirit of jujitsu, right? I no, mean, you always want to be inviting the people. Yeah. You granted you don't want like a gym store. That stuff. happened. That happened to Colin in Colorado. Well, when you change what? gyms, it's a whole different. Yeah. Like it's a brotherhood. Yeah. Like when we, like, we got lucky because we found Temple and Temp. We were, you know, it was Brooks's thing, but we were really his first students, right? From a jujitsu standpoint, so it was. It felt like home still. Yeah. Um, and it was I mean it, it was a welcoming vibe like you come in like yeah. hey man there's no ego like you're you on me and like and whatever we're here to train and get better yeah. other places like no you're here you're gonna follow my fucking rules you do what I say it's my like, system if I don't if I don't teach it it doesn't yeah Colin Colin went up to Colorado before he moved up, up yeah. here, uh, moved out there he went to Colorado and he was I told him to bring stuff to train with he's gonna he was gonna be there for a week I said bring some bring stuff to train with and uh he he was going to do a at this one um 10th planet that was near him and he called the guy and it didn't talk to the to the black belt he talked to the the manager and the guy's like well like he wanted to come to an open mat right and the guy's like well you can't really do that you got to take a class with the black belt first and i and i'm like what Oh, there's a lot of people that do that. What? Yeah, there's a lot of people that do that. No, I yeah. Where they want to they want to see where you're at before you come in because you are risking having like your students hurt by some asshole. That's what happened to us. Remember, there was like a dude. This was at, at Jocko, and I was taking your morning class at the time, and there was some dude from like Europe, and he was like a tenth planet guy. He just came in and like was it the was, guy that ended up pooping his pants? No, no, not the Russian dude. This was like there was only three of us. It was me, you, him, and one other person. And, like, we start rolling, and out of nowhere, he gets me in an electric chair, and he starts cranking on my knee. I'm like, bro, it's 6.30 in the morning, man. Like, like chill out. Like, we could roll hard, but, like, don't try and break my knee. So I was like, oh, okay. You want to fucking roll hard? Let's roll hard. So then, like, I started, like, smashing him, and I hear him, oh, you're strong. I'm like, bro, you just tried to fucking break my knee. Like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go hard. But, like, if I was a white belt, and I'm rolling with this guy, and he starts fucking up my knee. That's bad on you and him. But you didn't know. Yeah, but this wasn't like, like this. It was on another level. It was on another because when no, he went, when, I get Colin, it. when Colin talked to the black belt, uh, the black belt was like, no, that's not. That's not. Oh, how that's we different, do it. and that's happened to us at Jocko too, yeah, where it was it's like, like it was like the the manager trying to do some kind of power move. Yeah, over and there, it, and it's happened to us at Jocko. I happened a bunch of times. Yeah. So it's like whatever. Every just, gym is different, right? And I don't, I don't, you know. But what you do is you say, "Yeah, come on in," and then you introduce him to the black belt, and the black belt takes him first roll. Yeah, you know. Did that, I tell that, you? Did I tell you about you the? Take care of yeah. that. Did I tell you about the kid that almost makes shit his pants like a couple of weeks ago? Dude, this like, so one of the the girls that trains at uh, at Excel with us, like she's like fourteen, fifteen, and like once in a while she'll bring like her boyfriend to like to class, whatever. He's just sitting there. So, obviously, I'm friends with her dad, too. Like, we're all close friends. I'm like, I see this kid. I'm like, oh, I got to fuck with this kid. He comes in with a bandana on and then, like, a Bruce Lee shirt or something like that. So, I'm like, it was super corny. Like, you know, when you're, like, 14, 15, you wear, like, dumb shit. You just kind of go with it. So, I was like, she, like, introduces me to him. I was like, bro, let me ask you, like, super straight face. 
I'm like, let me ask you a serious question. Like, and I go to shake his hand. I was like, are you Jim Storman right now? He's like, what? I was like, you come into my fucking school wearing a bandana, <laughs> wearing a Bruce Lee shirt, and you're sitting here just staring at us. You didn't even want to introduce yourself. You want to fucking storm my gym? And then the other guys heard me. Like, they know that I was, like, fucking with those. So they circled up, and they all get around him. And the whole time, I'm shaking his hand. I'm not letting go, like, looking at him dead in the eye. He's like, no, no, no. I was like, look at me when I'm fucking talking to you. <laughs> I was like, are you gym storming? And he's like, this kid was about to shit his pants. I was like, I want you to tell me right now. I'm like, because we can be cool about this, or, like, we can make this happen. <laughs> this kid is he was turning white and then like after like another 30 seconds of just holding his hand and shaking i was like no nah, i'm just fucking with you bro yeah. bro this kid was about to die it's like come on man but like and i was honest with him i was like bro come on you can't come into a jiu-jitsu school wearing a bandana and a bruce lee shirt like you got to know what you're like walking into here and it was just fucking best like you got to love fucking with people once yeah. in a while but but somebody walks in you got to make them feel welcome right off yeah, the bat for sure it's, wait, especially uh, Definitely somebody who's new in, to it, but if you got somebody that walks in and tells you that they're experienced, or you don't even give them the opportunity. I mean, I had my temple hat on, so I knew something was up. Nobody even came up to me. I remember when we would get new people <clears throat> at Jocko, you know, they would either, they would put them with, you know. Us. Us, because yeah. they would know that they were going to be taken care of, and we were going to make sure they had a you know, mm -hmm. A good first impression, believe it or not. Yeah. It's me and this guy. Right? Well, we're well, definitely the best first impression for well, sure. Yeah. It, so I had somebody contact me about the kids program, and their kid does jujitsu now. Right. Um, and he asked me about our kids program because he's thinking about taking his kid out of the other program if, if maybe not things might be changing. And I was like, look, I'm going to tell you the truth. I go... I don't we think we hard here. <laughs> no, no. I, t I told him the truth. I said I don't think I don't think your son will like our system because our system isn't. He, his son does jujitsu. Uh, I think he's nine, eight or nine, but he does jujitsu. He doesn't do. You know, our our program is a little bit of jujitsu, a little bit of striking, a little bit of uh, you know obstacle courses. It's, yeah. it's like fitness. It's like an all-around kind mm -hmm. of a thing. Yeah. And this kid just does jujitsu in the gi. And I said, look, I, I, I go, as much as I'd love to have him here with us, I don't think it would be a good fit for him. And I think he wouldn't like it. But I, he's more than welcome to try. But I'm going to be honest with you. I go, I just don't think he would enjoy it. Yeah. And he said, let me, I, I go, and, it, and you know, he we were joking around. I go, obviously, we're not about the money here at Temple. And he goes, you know what, though? He goes, you are about customer service. He goes, because I, I appreciate the honesty. And I've done that to a bunch of guys. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Shades? No, no, no. He, he, worked, he tra uh, trains at Combat Club now. Um, uh, Dylan. Oh, right. Dylan. He, he trains at Combat Club. And he was training with me down when I was, at, when I was still teaching at Jocko. And I go, he's like, oh. And he was training. He was training someplace out west. And it was just too far for him. And, like, he was like, man, I go, he goes, I, I want to come train here. I go, I go, I, dude, I go, I'm going to tell you the truth. I go, I love you. And I want, I want you here. I go, but I would, I would feel like I'd be doing you a disservice from me to not telling you that you're going to have a, a, a school that's opening literally two minutes from your house. Yeah. And um, he appreciated that. And, and, and he even, like, he made a post a couple months ago. Then he said, he goes, I wouldn't be here at Combat Club if it wasn't for Sean Ambrosino, you know, and his honesty. And, and I think that's important because 
the bottom line is is is, is jujitsu shouldn't be about me and me trying to take money from you. Yeah. It's about I want you to learn jujitsu because it's awesome. It changes your life. Yeah. And if, whether it's with me or somebody else, I don't care. But I want you to stick with it. And if it's going to make it well, easier to stick with, you got to do what's right with, for that person. Yeah. yeah. If it's if it's easier to stick with because it's right down the road from your house than driving from Lantana all the way to Del Rey, almost yeah. bo- uh, technically both. But you're and you're also like preemptively like preparing the person it's like listen you're gonna be here you're gonna be here for like let's say you're either here for one month because you're testing it out and then you're not gonna like and leave or you're gonna be here for like six months because you fall in love with it but then you realize like fuck this is really far and i will like i might not get as strong of a training as i would if i go to the gym down the street still closer than where he was going before yeah but at the same time it's like this place it's is all about the decisions, right man. Down your sh- right but, down the street. That's one of the things that, like, I wish like someone would have told me when I first started because I dealt with a lot of bullshit drama when I first started like jujitsu. And like at the end, I what I switched schools three times, like two times really, like because it was just bullshit drama. Like I'm here in one place and like all this kind of drama, and then the second place it's like okay this was great, but then it's like well I need something else, like I need a different kind of vibe for me. So it's like you got to learn along the way too, but it's one of those things that no one ever tells you. No one ever tells you like, hey, make sure you do your due diligence and read about the teacher, read about the coach and ask other coaches that that are like big in the area. It's one of those things that you learn like school of hard knocks on because there's a lot of teachers out there that you like, you ask anybody else, they're like, oh, no, no, no. And then there's teachers that you ask like, anybody else about and they're like oh he's a great guy yeah go check him out he's an awesome he's a good friend of mine there's always that case so it's like yeah. it's it's tough to find the people that are really really honest and it's usually the ones that are honest like that that end up having like the most amount of students or at least the more loyal like um student base oh well, what's funny is that when i meet people and you know they tell them about jujitsu they're like oh man i'd love to come train with you i go yeah, dude, anytime you want, come train with me. Yeah. And the, where do you live? Well, I live in Palm Beach Gardens. Well, I got a, I got, <laughs> uh, we have friends that train there. I have an awesome school. Yeah. You know, um, it's right off of uh, North Lake. And, and, uh, who do you know off of North Lake? Who do we know off of North Lake that did our podcast? Who's off of North Lake? I can't think. Who did our podcast? Off of North Lake? Yeah. I can't think of. Oh, I don't even know who you're talking about. I just don't know their name. Who's who? I'm 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 trying to see this this Brit this dude. I'm so burnt who, out from this week. Who's done our podcast? Bunch of people. Who's done been who have been guests on our podcast? Oh, oh, Igor and uh, and Natasha. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Igor and Natasha. They're you off said, of North yeah. Lake. Oh, okay. I thought they were off no. of a different road. No, no they're no, off no. of North Lake. They're yeah. off of North Lake. Yeah, bro, come on, man. It's fucking Saturday. All right, and I just fucking chowed down a chicken sandwich. I'm it's like halfway away. Or if somebody, somebody lives real. in Jupiter. Well, the armory's right there. The armory's yeah. up there. We got Hinato up in Vero. Yeah, so I know people like, like I can Pahoba, tell. Oh, you live out west. Out west? Yeah. You live out west. Oh, Sharks got a place right in there Wellington. in Wellington. Oh, you, you know, Pahumba is out Pahumba, off of. Pahumba, uh, and if you're in West Palm, Okeechobee. Oh, or my friends Eric and Tubby, they got a place. Ben. Ben's got they the got a ATT place up right there, there in PGA. Yeah, there, I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of places that we can send Well, Tubby to. and Eric now are in uh, Palm, Palm Beach, Beach Box. Do you know they started up a pizza place? Yeah, well, their parents did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, still. They're so good you people. got jujitsu, boxing, and pizza? 
What's that, that sounds the, awesome. The pizza, pizza. I, I would fucking love <laughs> that. that. When they awesome. posted that, if, if the pizza was in, if they had in acai the gym, bowls. Yeah. Awesome. dude, like when I saw them post that, I'm like, oh, that's like my fucking dream. I still that's would awesome. love to have a. And they're hardcore pizza vegans. Uh, uh, Tubby and Eric are yeah. hardcore vegans, so like, you know that pizza's gonna have like raw ingredients, but it's gonna be it's gonna be have ingredients that are healthy. Well, it's NYPD, so I think it's part of like the franchise. I don't know. I gotta double check. I gotta hit them up. I gotta swing by. Speaking of which, are you getting like good acais up in? Uh, yeah, man. North I was Carolina? just telling them there's a there's actually a food truck that has acais. That, that, that has that has there's three of them that has lines out the door. They have lines out the door. Stupid. <laughs> that food truck's got lines. It's got out lines the door. out the door around the block. Who made that line? I did. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dumb. Why are you laughing? You fucking love this. Why truck. are you laughing? There's lines out lines the door. Lines out the door. The, wait, so is it a good acai yeah, place? Man. Yeah, man. Uh, it's called the uh, Purple Bus. There's three of them. Man, if I saw something called the Purple Bus, I wouldn't think it like directly acai bowl. That's not the name of it, but that's the, uh, that, that's what you call it. You, you tell girls you're, they're gonna take exactly. the uh, Purple Bus. I'm gonna take you're your gonna, lunch you're, to the you're, Purple Bus. You're gonna take the Purple lines Bus out the to door. Taco Town, girl. There's lines out the door. <laughs> I would have thought like maybe they just got lean or you something. See, you but, see, I mean, there's a couple breakfast places that have it. Serve for breakfast. It's getting it's getting more and more. The only, here's the thing: when it comes to acai, it's got to be done right because that icy shit pisses me off. Now this yeah, dude so actually, uh, he, he follows it. No, he's actually gone to uh, Brazil. Brazil to the farms that farm the. You really? Yeah. Did he well, tell you this himself? No, it's on Instagram. It's all over. <laughs> it, could, it could be in somebody's backyard in Boone. It could be. It could be the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you might have been hustled, man. It's North Carolina. Moonshine and You're the last person that I would think that would well, trust you know what people the, tell you. The difference between acai here in, in Brazil is, like, whenever I go to an acai place and I take somebody there for the first time, I go, this isn't how acai is supposed to be. Oh, yeah. I go, the way acai for real is like a pudding. It's like, it's like if you have it in Brazil, it's more like a pudding than now anything Now I want else. some acai. <laughs> I think, actually, we can get it. I think there's a place down here that has acai. Like well, right you, know, you know where I like the acai that I just tried? Where? Nomad Surf Shop, their truck outside. Bro, don't fucking product place in the no, middle. No, I swear to God. This is fucking nice. guy. I swear to God. We were just talking. Tom will tell you. We were talking about it. Um we were, he's like, what about Nomad? I go, dude, I just tried their acai for the first time, and it is super solid. It was really good. It was really big. A lot of, like, put macadamia nuts and stuff in it. It was like, ooh. And, like, it was the first time I tried it. I was like, wow, they're, they've really done something good here. You know what's funny is they're opening up a um, an arrow juice right down the street from my office. So I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'm fucking going You're there done. every day. Arrow, ju- arrow juice is as close to what you can get in Brazil. As anything around here. Well, you know what's funny is uh, now I'm having them every day for breakfast. Like I buy because now they sell them at Publix. They sell all the the, the Sambazon. Like I used to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, did you get Sambazon? You used to get something else. You used uh, to get the know. other one. I didn't buy that shit, Tara. Did. Yeah. I just had her make it. No, so I well, eat it every day. Like now, every <laughs> every day for breakfast since I ate quick coffee, every day I'll have that just bananas. Quick coffee. Yeah, dude. Oh, I Cold didn't tell brew, you. everything. Everything. I, I did it for about. 10 months and I just introduced Stokes back in just one cup a day how did you get the headache for about three or four days I had it and when it was you, but it was a very mild when I went off it was mild and it wouldn't go away yeah I had green tea as soon oh, as see. I as soon as I had green tea I, like on the on the fourth day <laughs> yeah I had green tea I went I went coffeeless for 21 days while I was on that fast 
I didn't have any, no headache, no withdrawal. Yeah, but you drink shit garbage coffee. You drink 7-Eleven coffee, all right? It's garbage. Says who? I remember, sorry, it says people that actually drink coffee. With a battery. Yeah. What? First, the first time Tom and I kind of hung out was, was that Seven Eleven. Was that Seven Eleven? When his battery you died. Fucking Jane, Silent Bob. What? Well, he called me because I live right around the corner, and he's like, "Hey, do you have a charger?" I was like, uh, "I think I do. Where are you at?" He's like, "Down the street." He's like, Seven Eleven. And then what happened? Oh, I called AAA. I because I had AAA. Yeah, but no, came. no, no, no. Because we, we got it started with the charger, and then we went to. Uh, you followed me over to. Um, the uh, AutoZone. Auto, AutoZone or whatever. That's funny. And we were just... No, we didn't. I called AAA because my little cheap thing wouldn't, oh, start. wouldn't start. And, I and didn't then have that AAA. dude brought that big power back. And I was looking it up on Amazon. I was like, son of a bitch. I gotta like, have one of those. <laughs> How much was it? <laughs> it's like 150 bucks. Oh, those things are worth it. I yeah. have one. Like, yeah. I have one that has like a, it has a USB charger and stuff too. Yeah, yeah I had the crappy my ass. one. Boost yeah. one. Like Craftsman. Yeah, when, I had, you know, that's back when I had the Dodge. Yeah, yeah, So the Dodge, like, have, it, you know, you, you, you could probably get a couple D batteries and rub them together to start my fit. Speaking of which, I was going to ask you, your buddy has the Honda dealership, right? Not the Ford yeah. dealership. Yeah, I got to, dude, I got to talk to him. I'm so fucking done with Ford. Did I tell you what they did to me? Did I tell you? No, Fuck, bro, fucking Greco, Greco Ford and Delray Beach are a bunch of fucking scumbags. I'll let you know right now. I just remember I had bought a new battery for my car. Installed it myself. I can change my own fucking oil if I want to. So I go the other day, whatever, go get my oil changed. This fucking asshole calls me up. He's like, hey, man, uh, give me a call back. Uh, I need you to, to, to approve something. I was like, whatever. I'll just get my car and I'll talk to you when I get there. So I get there. He's like... Yeah, your car's not ready. You're going to need a new battery. So I'm like, all right, let's hear what this asshole has to say. I'm like, why? He's like, yeah, man, your battery's just, it's about done. You need a brand new battery. I was like, really? Like, why is that? He's like, yeah, there's acid all up on the on the prongs and stuff. It's like, hmm, is it in the negative or the positive? Oh, I got to double check. I was like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not buying a new fucking battery. He's like, oh, well, I'm not trying to sell you a new battery. I'm not trying to, look, bro, I've only been here for like a week. So I'm like, what are you talking about? You could tell I was like a, like a rehabber. That he's like, he just got this job. He was like super defensive and stuff. I was like, bro, I'm not yelling at you. I'm like, I'm just not letting you fight, trying to fucking like scum me over. It's like, I just installed that battery. The, like the acid buildup happens on the negative prong. It happens to all cars. Hot water. Throw some grease on it, you're good to go. And he would not fucking stop trying to sell me. They would not give me my car until I blatantly told him, like, give me my fucking car. All I asked was for an oil change. And I still get emails and phone calls. Like, oh, do you want a new battery? Like, are you serious, man? Like, and they fucking scum people like that What they really wanted to do was give you an oil change. No, well, like the oil change I was fearful of before I went to my doctor. Yeah. How about that segue? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we had that talk that he he liked the the fingers in the butt. Ha- Honda, Honda, the the service at Honda. In Honda Delray, was great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I just want to go back. That's a good Frank, shot. Frank that runs the parts department yeah. is an awesome dude, man. I want to just go back to my Toyota. I miss my Forerunner. Go talk to Casey down there. He's got, he's got it, the Toyota too now. Oh, Honda. He's yeah. got a Honda, but dude, just. Honda, Honda, Toyota, it doesn't matter. They're, they're no, just make sure you matter. tell him that you're my friend and not this guy. Should I tell him that he's a, that he's get, a great boxer, cha- too? You'll get an oil change. Yeah. yeah. Ask him if he's a pro boxer, like all-state wrestler. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, I, dude, I was so pissed when they did that shit to me. Like, it took all my willpower not to fucking just curse the guy out. Fucking piece of shit. Like, I, get, I can't stand when people do that. They're just out to rob you. 
So what do you got going on for the rest of the weekend? Uh, nothing, man. Uh, Garlic Fest is this weekend, so Tara and the boys are there. She's putting them to work. I'm chilling. What do you got it's a rough life. On. What do I got? Are we got watching church. the fights tonight? Where are we watching them? I don't know. I'm not watching them. You You're not going to watch them? No, I got things to do. Oh, uh, what are you, my dad? Right? <laughs> you hear this guy? I got, I things, got to things to do. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. What are you doing? I'm just watching YouTube. No, I'm so I busy. actually have actual work to do. Here, I actually got to do work for Tara. So. Do work. Let I me see. Do some work. I should tell you the the fight card. I didn't check the out all the fight card. card. Dude, the, it the, actually the, looks the, really. The yeah. first two, the, the the main event and the co-main event are fucking solid because who are the two girls fighting? Man, they had I'll a face right off. Now. I was like, oh. Something going on here. I will here. tell you right now. Give me the fight card. Show me. I hate how like the setup is now. I think Whitaker. Um, I'll take Whitaker. So the that's, prelims. That's, that's the co-main that I'm more the most interested in. The co-main. Uh, the co-main. That's your jam. You'll when you you when you hear it, you'll remember it and be oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. Oh the so, Anderson Silva and, yeah, uh, yeah. and Style uh, Vendor. So prelims are Taruto Ishihara and Kyung Ho Kang, which is a really good one. Um, then you got. How do you know that's a good one? I don't know either. No, of those Taruto dudes. Taruto Ishihara was the the one that had like an insane fight like a couple of months ago. He's like, he's kind of like the Asian Alex Caceres kind of thing. And then like uh, does a lot of kung fu. He just does like crazy shit. And then you have I like he was Alex Caceres was supposed to fight recently. Yeah, I think he got injured. Uh, Sam Alvey against Jimmy Crute. I don't know. Who Crute the brute. I think that's the Welsh guy. And then Montana De La Rosa versus Nadia Kasim. Ka- I'll take the one with Honey the Yaya versus Ricky Simon is going to be a good Yada fight. Honey Yaya is a good is. Then uh, Adesanya and Silva and Whitaker and Gastelum. I just don't think yeah, it's a good card, but I don't think it's a pay-per-view level card. Yeah. So who wins? Who wins the co-main? Oh, jeez. The co-main? That's, that's the hardest one to... If Stylebender wins that one, he goes down as probably one of the best fighters. No, he does the- not. You keep saying this. You keep saying this goat and best fighter. Bro, this guy's got John Jones' dick so far down his throat. Like he, he there's nobody better it. than John Jones, and there's only one goat. There's only one goat. What was that? I don't know. There's uh, only sneaker. going. It's, it's Dude, only. That light has been crushing me this whole podcast. <laughs> I'm just talking right now. That's why I'm looking weird. I'm like, which, which one? What? That light, dude. I feel like I'm uh, being interrogated. Yeah, you are technically. Everybody <laughs> says there's a goat. Like, oh, he's one of the goats, or one. Um, I don't. I think he's, he's one a, of the he's goats. He's a goat, but there's no way Adesanya is a goat yet. He has yet to taste. He has yet to taste. A title shot. He has yet to beat anybody of note. I think he's one of the best ones out right now. I, you know who I think is better than him? I really don't care. Michael Venom Page. You're fucking wrong. Get out of here. No way. Michael Venom Page no is better than Adesanya. Not even close. You're crazy. Not even close. You're crazy. Not even close. Michael Venom Page is one of the most exciting fighters in MMA. I didn't say he's not exciting. He's better than Adesanya. Not even close. Not even because Adesanya. Close. Well, let's, I haven't seen Adesanya. Let's see what happens when Adesanya. He gets put fucking on his back. picked apart. What's his face, Brunson? And yeah. he was going for like a title shot, and he just made him look like a fucking rookie. No, Adesanya, because because well, I I I, uh, I agree. Uh, uh, right. I agree. He made Derek Brunson look terrible, but the bottom yeah. line is that's Derek Brunson, and as everybody knows, Styles make fights. You, well, how do you how do you? Well, think that's I, what Styles make so fights. Who, who's going to get hit in that fight? 
Which one? They're both defensive minded. Well, no, no not I, defensive Adesanya, minded. They're both, both slippers. Fr- yeah, but Adesanya is more of an attacker than Silva is. Which is plays to Anderson it's Silva. Plays to Anderson yeah. Silva's yeah. game because he's a counterpuncher and he's a. He's I think he's sneaky. I think Anderson is going to probably want to take it to the ground. I wouldn't be surprised. I think he's. I would be surprised if Anderson brings it to the ground. Yeah, and that that would be a test. But it would. You can't say he's a goat. You can't say he's a goat. That's what I would say. Uh, somebody who smokes crack rock would say because he's brand new, brand new to the U.S. You also didn't think that that Amanda Nunez could beat Cyborg. I didn't say that. Yes, I didn't say did. she couldn't. Yes, she did. No, I didn't. I said if 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 I said if, exactly if, this. If, if, uh, if, uh, if I said uh, exactly if, this. I said if Cyborg can weather the first two to three minutes with Amanda Nunez, then then. Cyborg's gonna win, and guess what? She didn't do. She didn't weather the first. Pretty two sure to three I called minutes. it. I'm pretty sure I called it on that. We gotta start keeping track. Actually, why don't we do that? Why don't we do that right now? Take notes. I'll go read the card, and we'll make picks. Just open up the notepad. Let's do this. We'll just do the the main card, even though like 90 percent of it is just kind of pointless. Yeah, let's just do the main card. Let's do the the good fights. Just write down who you want. Uh, all right. I'll what tell USC you. What USC is this? This is 234. UFC 234. All right. Are you taking the notes or are you texting? Um, huh? I'm taking notes. I'm picking who I... Uh, <laughs> okay. yep. All right. So for the first one, Sean. it's Jimmy Crute versus Sam Alvey. Who do you got? Is that Smiling Sam? Yeah. Smiling Sam. Oh, I got to go with Smiling. I'm going with Smiling Sam because I don't know Crute. I've never seen him fight, So, but I know Sam Alvey and I know Sam's So Sam Alvey is 33 power. and 11 and Jimmy is 9 and 0. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, I don't Sam, know the regional. Didn't was, Smile and Sam Alvey get knocked out last fight? I have no idea. Yeah, he lost his last fight. Yeah. So he's going to be out for blood, and, and so is his wife. Who's I'm going to go with uh, with Jimmy Crute on this one. Okay. All right, Montana De La Rosa versus Nadia Kasem. I don't know either of those. I think we did see Nadia fight before, I think. I'm going to go with Nadia. So give me some stats. Give me some. Uh, Montana is 9-4-0, and, oh, and Nadia is 5-0. and oh. I'm taking Nadia. I'll take the other one to the push. What's the one I'm taking? Montana. Montana. Then you got Honey Yaya versus Ricky Simon. I'm going with Honey Yaya. Ronnie Yanni Yanni Ronnie Yaya. Honey Yaya. He's not Brazilian. I don't know, but it's pronounced Honey Yaya. I don't think it is. Where are uh, stats? Uh, Honey Yaya is twenty-six and nine, and Ricky Simon is fourteen and one. Take Simon. I'm taking Yaya. Yeah, yeah. Simon. Simon? Simon. You're taking Simon? You're taking Simon. I'm taking Yaya. I'm Yaya. You're taking Yaya? Yeah. You're taking Simon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, then you got uh, Stylebender versus oh. Silva. I'm taking Anderson Silva. I'm going with the old guy. Oh. I'm going with the old guy. You know, Anderson, like, even though he had those couple of losses, he's only this 34 is, and 8. Here's the thing. This is the God's honest truth is I want Anderson Silva to win this one. Yeah. Why? I love. I like. I always like them. Yeah. I always I like Adesanya. I really do. But like in this, it's like he's fighting a younger version of him. Yeah. That's what this. That's what makes this so incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm going experience. with. I'm, I'm going, going with experience. You're going with Silva. Who are you going with? <sighs> I'm going with Stylebender. You can mark me down a Stylebender. <sighs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I want. Okay. I'm gonna go. Style what are you Bender. doing? Are you go. taking notes? I thought he was taking notes. Wait, wait, wait. am I picking everybody? No, I'm taking my who I'm, I'm, I'm picking. picking who oh, I'm you're taking. taking who you're picking. Oh, do you yeah. Want to tell you, do you want to do you, Alex? Uh, Alex. Yeah, please. You so you got so, Stylebender. I'm gonna go with uh, Jimmy Crute, Kasem, 
And uh, what crest? Close enough. Kason. Yep. And then Yaya. And then uh, Adesanya. I'm going with Stylebender. So you got Stylebender, Kroot, Kason, Yaya, and who? And the next one is Whitaker versus Gastelum. I'm going Whitaker. Me too. I like and I like Calvin Gastelum. I think he's got an awesome style. He's got cardio. For Wait, days. what weight is that at? One eighty five. Yeah, middleweight. So he didn't have to. Is anything? He has problems cutting weight. Who you I don't know. That's tough because Robert Whitaker was smart enough to handle. Uh, what's his face twice and stay calm. He even beat him with a busted and he almost, knee. And he almost lost though. He, and I think he, he, he's he the best. The, he's better than anybody else that Kevin Gastelum has fought. I think he's way better than anybody else that Gastelum has fought. Um, Sounds like. So who are you going Whitaker. for? Whitaker. I'm going Whitaker. I mean, Kevin, Kelvin definitely has I, the ability hard, that, to take it, a it, shot. That's a hard one too. I'm gonna go with Whitaker. I don't think Gastelum can can. Uh, can go as long as Whitaker can. Oh, and you're wrong. Calvin Gastelum's got gas for days. Yeah. He's I just, got gas for days. He's, I think, he's a cardio freak. I, I think he's going to just try and take him down, and he'll just go for the overhand right repeatedly. If it ta- if anything takes down Whitaker, it's going to be Cal- Calvin's overhand right, if if Calvin wins. But I want Whitaker to win. Yeah. Right. So we got him? We yep. got him. All right, so we'll figure him out as we go along. So, uh, Pops, you got anything else to say before we hang up here? Just knock it off. Go and get a physical. Smart. So, no, well, no. <laughs> Let, let's be honest, though, like, in all seriousness. Someone has that history in their family. What route should they go? Well, it's a birth defect. Um, so, you don't really know. Like, uh, like. But, like, how, what do they need to do to at least go start getting to find so out? So, first thing you got to do is get a physical. And if the doctor notices anything wrong with your heart, like, my mind was a murmur, which is very common. Right. Um, go get a, uh echocardiogram with Doppler. Ask your doctor. If you have a family history of heart disease, ask your doctor to order you a script. I think with insurance, it was uh, 200 bucks it cost me. Without insurance, it's probably a five or $600 test. But it could save your life. Yeah, that's and that's what I was going to say. Take it from someone who's gone a large portion of their life without health insurance. There's, like, I've gone with broken hands without going to the doctors. I've done all that stuff. Like, certain things like that, like, you can't play the tough guy on. Like, you're going to have to bite the bullet, put it on the credit card, deal with it. Because yep. it's one of those things that you're going to have to deal with it. And Better to live in debt than die with money on yeah. your credit card. Yeah. Like, look, man, it's <laughs> at the end of the day, debt is debt. At one point or another, everyone's going to accrue it. you got to be smart with your money for sure. But when it comes to your health, it's one of those things like you got to pay for it. And you'd be surprised. A lot of doctors are going to sit there and be like, all right, well, we'll figure out a payment plan. Like, I mean, I went to the ER last year. And as pissed off as I was because they kind of like fucked me over on what they told me I was going to pay. But... When I talked to the actual company, they're like, "No, you can break it down to simple little payments, like as long as you want, as long as you pay. They don't give a shit." Yeah. So it's definitely worth it. Uh, like I said, I went the longest time without health insurance. I shit, I didn't have health insurance. I had health insurance for one year, and that was only when I had my motorcycle. And then I got rid of it, and I got rid of the health insurance. And it was 
cheaper for me for the little things that I had, but now, fuck that, man. Like, yeah. So even if you're working out, even if you feel like you're in the best shape of your life, and you haven't had a physical in a while, just go get one. Yeah, I mean, it we could save your life. Something as as yeah. a fifty dollar copay could save your life. Yeah, and like let's like dead honest, you and I used to roll pretty hard. Like, especially, like, open mats or, like, the last, like, Thursday, Fridays, we would roll pretty hard. And never at any point was there any kind of thing like, oh, I might have a problem. Yeah. There was never where you would, like, it looked like to me, like, uh, you're right. Like, well, we rolled. Uh, there were times you would get real red. I remember, like, there was. Why are you sweating, bro? Yeah. Why are you sweating? He would get real red. And then he would also, he was in great shape. Like, car, like he could yeah. roll, but he was always breathing harder but, than everybody but, else. But here's the thing. But that was the tension. Like, but here's the thing. Like, so, you know, anybody that's been to, you know, Skip at Synergy Del Rey, he did Orange Theory before Orange Theory was Orange Theory. And he would strap, you know, put the heart rate monitor on you. Mm-hmm. And his thing was, you know, really keeping you, you know, using weight training and uh, cardio to run through this 30-minute 30 mo- 30 high-intensity training. And, you know, I used to say to him, man, my, I have a history of heart disease. And he also, not only does he have a degree in, in uh, physical science, but his first six or seven years in the industry was cardiac rehab at the uh, University of Arizona, their, their hospital. So I'm like, here I am training with this guy. If, and he's like, I'm basically giving you a stress test yeah. every time you come here. So mentally, I was like, he's like, dude, your recovery rate is ridiculous. You know, my resting heart rate is like in, in the high 40s to low 50s. Yeah. And he's and the, the amount of recovery, because I'd get up to 194 was about, that was max for me. Um, and it was right around when I was 40. So even when I was 40, 194, and then it would drop down within two minutes to almost resting. And he, I, I would always be concerned about pushing the limits. But I felt confident that, you know, because you never know. And that's, that's the moral. You never know. Like, here I am. I went to him for over 10 years before I moved three days a week and that type of training. And then in conjunction with we training jujitsu, I'm like, you know, my heart's fine. If something was wrong, I would feel dizzy. Right. I'd have chest pains. I'd no, you're always all these you symptoms. Were, yeah. And, and I, I'd have high blood pressure. I'd have high cholesterol. I didn't have anything. And I still don't. And so that's the thing you just don't know until you. But I think, though, like, you also did take care of yourself for the most part like very very Except well you, pizza and wings on yeah on fight night. nights yeah but like that's Barbecue your meals. chicken but it's, brownies brownies, brownies. <laughs> we fucking crush brownies every week but you you train consistently we train pretty well in jujitsu we never did like stupid shit to get each other hurt like and even when like yeah like it's funny because you mentioned it like i remember going to the doctor too when you and i were like training a lot same thing my resting heart rate was like mid 40s like like lower 40s and like we were like training consistent like four or five days a week so it was like it was pretty good so that's like when you told me it's like okay well yeah like how how old were you when we were training so i started training 44 so like 45 so 45 is like, and we're training now is like 32. So it's like, it, it's, it'll fucking come up, man. It's definitely not a fucking joke. Like in like probably in the next couple of years, I'll probably go and check it up on it too. But yeah, definitely don't, don't stress out the fact that it's about money. It's like at you're the end of the day, physical. no one gives a shit, dude. As long as you make your monthly payments, you're good. And yeah, you want to pay it off as quickly as you can, but I'll take a monthly payment for 
being able to stay alive. You can't take it with you anyway. Yeah. And plus, it's good to go out with uh, big debt and fuck over the companies, right? Why yeah, not? Do they? Is it true that they make like your your uh, family they members can't. pay that no, off? No, they can't. they can't. Really? Yeah. Oh fuck it. I remember Spend. my mom passed away. Sears kept on calling us, going, "You know, you guys just put a washing machine and dryer on your credit card." And I said, "It's not my credit card. It's under my. Well, you're responsible for it, or we'll come pick it up." I said, "Come pick up the fucking thing. It'll be in the driveway. What day are you coming?" Never showed up. Still have that washing machine. Still have that washing machine. <laughs> no, that was that was nineteen ninety six. I would thank, thank God you guys put the washing machine upstairs. In our house. In your house, because Why? because when Pop has to do wash, he's got to go up the stairs. You can hear him coming from a mile away because he's breathing. <sighs> who the fuck? And then I know his like story. Like, ah, who the fuck put Jesus a Christ? Put a washing machine upstairs. Well, right? it's plumbed in. I told him if he wants to put buy him, we could put him in the downstairs too. Did he did he soup up his little studio? Nah, he's doing good, man. He's, he's actually been a huge help, man, picking up the boys. Work's been crazy, so. Used to be Friday Friday pop pickup day. Yeah, that's now right. It's, it's becoming more like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> sometimes Mondays, occasionally we, Wednesdays. He picks them up more than he picked you up. Pretty much. My dad worked two jobs when I was their age. He's yeah. in the mafia, apparently. The mafia, mafia was, no, that was the third job. That was the third, I uh, <laughs> Or maybe IBM, that, wait, IBM and the gas station Wasn't he covers. a cop? No, he wasn't a no, cop. No, my oldest brother's yeah, the older chief brother's of police. Cop. Yeah, that's right. Those stories we can't talk about on no, here. Everybody thought, everybody, thought his, everybody thought his dad was in the mafia because he was never around. And, and he would always have new cars. <laughs> he was like, oh, new, new cars. cars. It's funny. Did you hear what happened with the Boynton Beach police? Which time? They're, they're, that's a Where shit the, show. Like the, the, the major or whatever got pulled over for speeding? You didn't hear that? These assholes. The, it, was, it wasn't the chief of police. It was like the major, like whatever. He got pulled over on the off-ramp at Boynton doing 95. So the cop pulled him over. He's like, are you fucking serious? Are you serious? He's like, oh, I caught you speeding. Like, you're doing 95. He's like, no, I wasn't. He's like, well, how fast were you going? Well, I, I wasn't doing 95. He's like, well, I clocked you in at 95. So a trooper got a Boynton cop a Boynton in cop. Boynton. No, no, a Boynton cop caught the major in Boynton doing 95. So he's, like, flipping up his shit. He's like, all right. And, like, you could tell the guy was nervous because, like, the guy was being a douche. So he's like, oh, so you're going to let me off with a warning? He's like, yes, sir, I'll let you off with a warning. Please drive safe. So they go, like, he's continuing on the off-ramp, and the major flips up his fucking lights because he was on the, on the other car, undercover cop car. And he's like... What's the problem? He's like, are you fucking serious? You're going to pull me over? You didn't signal to get on the off-ramp? You didn't signal to do this? He's like, um, I don't understand what the problem this is. Is this all on video? Yeah, it's all on video. They just released the video the other day. Go look it up. It's like, wow. And then they didn't even fucking uh, like punish the guy. They put him on like desk duty for like a week. Hey, wife's calling up. We better get going. All right, guys. We're going to sign off because Tom's uh, P.O. is calling him up. It's, it's, probably, it's probably Jackson. Yeah, he's got to get going. So shout out to all of our you you yeah just call him. Shout out to all of our sponsors. Big thanks to uh, Tom for coming down here just to do the podcast because he loves us so much. Thanks for having me, Alex. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, glad to have you on here again. What first time in like two years? 
So well, that was the nice studio, man. Last time well, we were three years because last time we were lying on a mat on, on the mat, mat on in, the in, the, in the old temple. In the old temple. Hey, I, I crawl before I walk. I gotta get up there. So uh, big thanks to all of our sponsors: uh, Choke Aloha, Jiu Jitsu Soap, Giraffe Choke, and Nomad. Please uh, be sure to go give them a follow. Pick up some of their gear and use the promo codes follow sean and gorilla boy bjj don't follow tom because he doesn't like creepers and follow uh sound I'm, marketing. I'm gonna give tom's instagram out right now it's i underscore have underscore world underscore smallest underscore penis Okay. 69. Are you done? 69. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on AOL? <laughs> all right. So a big shout out to all of our sponsors. Thank you guys for listening. Please share the podcast, and we'll catch you all next time without Tom. Peace. 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 You can't leave <laughs>the best there is plain and simple i mean i wake up in the morning i piss excellence and nobody can hang with myself keep stealing woo wheeling dealing living right jet flying son of a gun and i'm having a hard time 